Padres, come out and play. and welcome to another episode of the deep fryer podcast as always my name is javier i'm your host you can follow me on instagram and twitter at omfg once again that's omfg it's j a v don't forget to follow the instagram page for the podcast on instagram at the deep fryer podcast uh give us a follow give us some likes uh show us some love we're showing a lot of love back and look forward to interacting with all of you on that page as well and wow wow Wow, yesterday was such an entertaining day in baseball. But we're going to start with the Padres, of course, and we had Zach Davies on the mound. I am a big fan of Zach Davies. He's not somebody, he's not a pitcher that's going to go in there and strike out 10 every single game. He is not an ace by any means, but my guy can pitch. He eats up innings and gives his team a chance to win. So he had a record of 10-7 and last year with the Brewers, and I believe we have a little bit more firepower here with the Padres now. So I think he's going to be able to uh, match that record and pretty much got his first win yesterday. First of many as a Padre. Uh, he went five innings, couldn't get out of the six, couldn't get an out in the six. So he went an even five innings and he had a three uh, run ERA. So he allowed three runs in the game, which is a hundred percent respectful. Cause once again, we got a lot of firepower here with the Padres. So in the top of the third inning, we're down by one. El Nino, the perfect Storm giving a new meaning to El Nino. My guy finds himself in clutch situations and for some reason always comes up clutch. And my guy's just a tearing through these teams, tearing through these pitchers. He had a three run bomb opposite field off the wall, uh, off the top of the wall, giving us a lead to three one. So it was a nice little come, uh, come from behind inning. And then the very next inning, my guy, Will Myers, hit a two-run shot to the left center into the Giants' new bullpen. So if you guys are familiar with that stadium, they just redesigned redesigned the dimensions out of that bullpen there. So it's a little different, but it does not matter what dimensions. That was a moonshot. It was it was gone. You knew right off the bat. Uh, it would have been gone in any field, any dimension. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see Will Myers' second bomb on the season. And he's been making some mental mistakes at the plate, but he's also been coming in clutch. So right now, the jury's still out for Will Myers and what he's going to be able to do. But so far, so good for Will. Really, really happy to see that. And now Matt Strom came in to relieve Zach Davies in the sixth inning and had a little bit of a weird outing. Um, he hit the very first pitcher uh, with the very first pitch that he threw. and But he got out of the inning. He did allow a couple runs. They weren't there on Zach Davies. But at the end of the day, he got out of that inning with the lead intact. So um, good for Strom. Good for us. And then... This is kind of weird, but the first save of the season did not go to Kirby Yates. It went to Drew Pomeranz. So he got the first save of the season. So you guys know Yates got uh, kind of beat up uh, on Sun on Monday, I believe, and threw a lot of pitches. So they gave him a break, and Drew Pomeranz came up with the save, uh, first save of the season for the Padres. It actually goes to show how deep our bullpen is, and that's really going to be our strength this season and seasons to come. So good job. Pomeranz, great job, man. 
Another little interesting moment, giving breaking balls a whole new meaning. Tommy Pham took one straight to the ground, maybe a few inches away from a world of hurt. Um, he actually came out of the inning, maybe not because he actually got hurt, but maybe just to give him a chance to breathe. And we have the lead, so no sense in actually keeping him in. He probably just needed a chance to you know, take a breather and kind of <laughs> gather himself because uh, he took a breaking ball straight to the groin. Missed, missed pretty much on the target by a few inches. So shout out to fam. Glad you're okay. And yeah, interesting, interesting moment in the game. Now, yesterday in baseball, not only did the Padres get a win, but it was a really interesting day, really entertaining day in baseball. We, there was a very, very <laughs> highly anticipated matchup. And that's the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. As you guys know, the Astros, ha- the Astros were caught cheating in the 2017 World Series and 2017 series, and they've been very vocal and adamant that they earned that trophy. They earned that uh that series. But um, depending who you ask, if you're in Houston, you ask a Houston fan, they earned it. <laughs> Anyone else, anywhere else in the country, yeah, no, they definitely cheated, and they've been very very vocal about it. So Dodgers Astros first game since uh first game together that they've played together since I believe the 2017 World Series. So interesting matchup, and we wouldn't have gotten that that matchup if COVID didn't happen. So maybe you know. Uh, light at the end of the tunnel. It was a pretty entertaining game, and it's going to be a pretty entertaining series as the game, as the as the series goes on. Joe Kelly came in, and he was acting very nonchalant, uh, lazily yawning, moving throughout the mound, off the base, off the plate, and I think he did that on purpose to almost come up with some story that the balls are going to be running away from him because he's for some reason just acting out of character for Joe Kelly. So he started, you could tell that he started, the ball started running away from him. He threw two balls over Bregman's head and Bregman ended up getting on base. He got it. I believe he got a hit. Then the very next batter, Gurriel, he started throwing fastballs over Gurriel's head. And then Gurriel ended up getting, hitting a ground ball. Uh, Joe Kelly ended up running first base to cover first. And he ended up getting cleated by Gurriel as they were both, they both got to first base. And one of the, Cool things about having no fans is you can actually hear the interactions happening. Uh, Joe Kelly turned around almost to say something to Uriel, uh, and then you can hear someone say, Hey, get, you know, get to the effing mound coming from the Astros dugout. So tensions were running high at that point. At that point, I believe that's when they really started spilling over. And then Correa. So if you guys know Correa, he's been very vocal and adamant that they did not cheat, that they earned the trophy, they earned the rings. And to be honest, I, think the guy's a joke he's a clown but this is just my opinion he, he just made himself look even worse than they already did and made the team look worse than they already did but anyway he's been very vocal and right off the bat joe kelly starts throwing inside inside over his head throwing fastballs over his head which you may agree with it you may not um i understand going after them i get it but throwing at somebody's head is dangerous especially joe kelly throwing 90 plus miles an hour at his head is kind of crazy if you're gonna throw at somebody you know waist down you know keep it cordial and you know baseball they say baseball players kind of manage themselves in that sense and they take care of situations themselves they don't really need the league to interact anyway correa struck out and then that's when tensions started getting little definitely started spilling over as joe kelly was walking off the mound he did like some frowny face that's become great meme material 
for us baseball fans and um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, some great memes going around around social media due to that little frowny face. So bench is cleared. There's there's a lot of lot of talk going back and forth. Nothing physical actually came happening, but I, you can hear the word cheater being thrown around a lot while they were huddled up. And what ended up happening? Umpires issued two warnings um, to each of the team. Issued a warning to each of the teams, and nothing came of it. But it is just going to be safe to say that's going to be a pretty interesting rest of the series for them. Now. Hopefully the Astros do get a W tonight. So as much as I hate the Astros, I, yeah, they, they, they're just, there's the Dodgers, right? Dodgers are going to Dodger and not a big fan of the Dodgers, especially being here in the West Coast. So it's a really, I'm between a rock and a hard place in that situation. Cause like, who do you, who do you root for in this situation? But I do want the Dodgers, uh, the Astros to take, uh, the next two games from the Dodgers. Cause that's going to put us in a very, very good situation for the rest of the season. And put us in a really good spot for the division. As you guys know, we are one of four teams to be with a four and one record, 800 winning percentage at the moment. And we have a pretty nice schedule set up. We talked about that yesterday on the podcast, but a pretty nice schedule for us to be successful and uh, make the playoff and really have our first playoff run in a very, very long time. So. What do we got going on today? Things to look for. So today, probable pitchers going on uh, going on the mound today for the Padres. We're going to have Chris Paddock, our ace. He should be able to mow down these inexperienced, but you know, long term, I see some of these players actually doing well in the league, but they're very inexperienced, very young, and I see the Chris Paddock really mowing these guys down today. But we're up against Cueto, John, uh, Johnny Cueto. Uh, you guys know he has that crazy delivery. He changes he changes his delivery, his speed. You know, he pauses and speeds it up, slows it down. So timing's going to be key. And as always, our Padres need to be disciplined because he gets a little wild because his timing as he's pitching is kind of crazy. So it's not consistent. And he does that on purpose, but he can get a little wild. He draws a lot of walks, but also draws a lot of strike, a lot of strikeouts. So it's going to be an interesting matchup between that. So I'm definitely going to have that going on tonight on the TV, but I'm definitely going to have a small window just watching what, what unfolds with the Dodger Astros game. Now we did get the win yesterday. We're still in first place, but the Dodgers, the Rockies, and the Diamondbacks all went as well. So we didn't create much separation. So we need to see some losses on their end and some wins on our end. Like I said, we're set up perfectly to do so, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully looks on our side tonight. Hopefully they lose and we crush and really set the tone for the rest of the season with this series. So thanks again, guys. I will be back hopefully within the next couple of days with, uh, with another podcast for y'all. And at this point, I want to start giving some shout outs to some of our fans, some of our listeners. I, listeners, I appreciate it. So I'm going to post something on our Instagram and see if we can get some shout outs for y'all. I just want to make sure I want to do it respectfully. I don't want to just call some of y'all out because uh, we have some great interactions with you guys already. But I just want to be respectful and make sure to get your permission before I give your handle or your shout out on the podcast. Anyway, thanks again for listening, you guys. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter at OMFG. It's Once again, that's OMFG. It's J-A-V. And don't forget to show us some love on our Instagram page for the podcast at the DeFire Podcast on Instagram. We're interacting with all of you on a regular basis. Thanks again for listening. Go Pods!